everyone. Good morning. All right, we are um, blessed to once again be in the house of the Lord. For it is not a literal building that 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 is the house is just the house of the Lord, but it is wherever the Lord's presence is, the Lord makes that his his dwelling. Because when Christ came to earth, he didn't literally have a house, did he? But wherever he rested his head, that was his house. Wherever he ministered, that was his house. So as we are in the presence of the Lord at this time, let us um, um, receive what the Lord would, would give us and feed us. Because as Abraham and as the custom was in that time, that they always fed and give um, meat and, and drink to, to those who came to, 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 their, to their, amen, to the guests and who came to their house. So we must expect meat and drink at this, at this time as, as we are in the Father's house. So as we dive into the Word of God at this time, we pray that, that we all may be hungering and thirsting after righteousness and that um, we may expect something from the Lord. So before we, we eat, as the custom is, let us um, open up with a word of prayer. Amen. The Lord has shown in, in many ways throughout history that when the Lord brings you to an end of something, that there's, there's always a, a change that takes place. When, when um, the, the, the time of Israel to be in Egypt um, came, there was a change. And there was a change from Israel being in bondage and in slavery to them being a, um, a, a, a nation of their own. At, amen, a free independent nation. When, when um, it came to October 22nd, 1844, when, when spiritual Israel then fully came out of, out of bondage, there was a change. And Christ made that change from the holy into the most holy. So, and at the end of the world, there will also be a change from the earth to heaven and of our physical bodies to our spiritual bodies. So at the end of every, at the end of every period, there is always a change. And, and, um, and, and, and in 34 AD, there was also a change. There was a change from, from uh, the Jewish nation into the Christian nation. And, and as we're also showing that at, at the Civil Sunday Law, it is the beginning of this change from, um, from the gospel age into the, the age where the, of the kingdom of glory. So, so, um, so as we are in the time, in the time of the period of the time of the end, there we should also expect what? Change. A change. There's also to be a change to take place. So, so as it says, it's the time of the end so in the end we should also expect a change and because there's always a change that takes place and we in of our ourselves we say that there has also been a change within us 
a change that has allowed, uh, allowed us to receive more, more gifts of, from the Lord, more spiritual gifts, more of the Holy Spirit, because we have also made a change. We made a change in our diet, we made a change in our dress, and because of those physical changes, we have, we have changed our, um, our progress to, to the sicknesses and the, and the diseases that were in our path before. So we must continually make a, a, a progressive change to be in the likeness of Christ. And by God's grace, we have a, a, another change take, um, that is soon to come upon us. So, so beginning in our notes, in, in uh, the notes called change, it, it says, it says, from age to age, the Lord has made known the manner of his working. And it says, when a crisis has come, he has revealed himself and has interposed to hinder the working out of Satan's plans. With nations, with families, and with individuals, he has often permitted matters to come to a what? Crisis. To come to a crisis. Does everyone have the notes? Yeah. Okay, amen. It says that his interference might become what? Marked. Might become what? Marked. Be a marked change. Amen, it, amen. It's a marked change. A marked change is, is going to take place. It says, and also there has also been a marked change in our work because the Lord has, has saw fit that we, we, are, we, we, are, we have come to a, a, a point in our development that we're able to make this change. As a, as a child gets older, they, they, they also make a change in, in, in all their dealings. They, they, they go from the change of just being limp on the bed to now lifting up their head, then to lifting up their bodies, then to crawling, then to walking, and then, and then, and then running and so forth and so on. So, so a change is also, is, is also being taken place in his, in, his, um, in his children as well. We are also making this change, and we all must recognize this change that has taken place. Next quote. It says, in this time of prevailing iniquity, and we all see that the world is also making this change, is also this time of prevailing iniquity. Amen. It says, we may know that the last great crisis is at hand, when the defiance of God's law is almost universal, when his people are oppressed and afflicted by their fellow men, the Lord will do what? The Lord will interpose. He will make a change. Um, next quote. It says, the time is near when he will say, come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut the doors about about thee. Hide thyself as as it were for a little moment until the indignation be be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the of the earth for their iniquity. Um, the earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. Men who claim to be Christians may may now defraud and oppress the poor. They may rob the widow and the fatherless. They may indulge their satanic hatred because they cannot control the consciences of God's people. But for all this, God will bring them into judgment. So, so this is, as with everything, we must apply this to, to, to us and to um, Seventh-day Adventists as a whole. Because they're they're doing this work of oppressing. How are they oppressing? By they they are not giving the message for the time. By leaving people in ignorance, you're you're oppressing them and bringing us bringing them back into the bondage that um, that Egypt put upon Israel in in the past, as as the papacy put upon um, the Christians of the past. So, okay, let us um, continue. Jeremiah 51, verses 10 to 13. Can I have a read it for those, those um, verses, please? The Lord hath brought forth our righteousness. Come and let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. Make bright the arrows, gather the shield. The Lord hath raised up the spirit of the king of the Medes, kings of the Medes, for his devices against Babylon to destroy it, because it is the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon, make the watch strong, set up the watchmen, prepare the ambushes, for the Lord hath both devised and done that which he spake against the inhabitants of Babylon. O thou that dwellest upon many waters, abundant in church and treasure, 
Okay, so so there's a there's a lot in this. So at the end, okay. At the end, as we're about to to make this transition from the dead to the living, we have nations, families, and individuals that are that are going to be um, judged. That they're going to come to the the bar of God in this time, and and the Lord says, and He says to declare unto unto who. It says declare in Zion, in declaring in Zion, declare in, in the Adventist structure, in the, um, to God's denominated people at the end of the world. Declare to them and make bright the what? Y'all following? All right. Make bright the arrows. Make bright these arrows. It says guard the shield. It says the Lord hath got, amen. Yes, gather the shields. The Lord hath hath raised up the spirit of the kings of the of the Medes. So the Medes, as we know, they came against Babylon. And Babylon is at Babylon, one of the definitions is, is confusion. So those as as Cyrus, his anointed one, are are in his stead to come against all acts of confusion. Whether it's confusion in the in the church or confusion in the state, the Medes are the ones who are to come against this um this this form of confusion in whichever form it may it may be. So, and the Lord says to and in in that He's saying make bright His arrows. But what are these arrows that we are to to make bright? It's let me see. Do I have that quote in here? Did I put it? Yeah, okay, actually, I'm gonna just say it. I don't remember if I put it in, but it's that these arrows on of conviction to to bring men to an understanding of the time that they are to convict their hearts that they are in the the end of days, because all all not all yes actually yes all of God's people they're sleeping and they're unconcerned with the events that are taking place that concerns the that. That concerns their their salvation. Okay, can I have a reader for the next quote? DA one oh three. He saw his people deceived, self satisfied, and asleep in their sins. He longed to rouse them to a holier life. The message that God had given him to bear was designed to startle them from their lethargy and cause them to tremble because of their great wickedness. Before the seed of the gospel could find lodgment, the soil of the heart must be broken up. Before they would seek healing from Jesus, they must be awakened to their danger from the wounds of sin. Okay, so the Lord says that before the seed of the gospel can find lodgment, what must happen? Amen. The soil must be turned. It must be broken up. So... The message that we're going to go forth with um, in the, these next couple of weeks is to break up this, this follow ground. Break up this ground so that the seed can, can be planted in their hearts. So that, so that they can have an, a, an understanding to the crisis that is soon to fall upon them. And we all see this crisis that is about to come. And, and are we to just stand by and allow this crisis to fall upon them? No, we are to warn them and break up their, their follow ground. Amen. Amen. It says, um, can it, yes, can I have a reader for the next quote? 104.1? Yes. God has not sent messages to flatter the sinner. He delivers no message of peace to lure, to unsatisfy, and to fade out security. He lays heavy burdens upon the conscience. Conscience. Up the penitent 
voice. So let's look at Tennyson. The voice that would rebuke, sorry, the voice that has rebuked sin and put to shame pride and ambition inspires with, with tenderest sympathy. What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? Okay, so this was the work that, that John um, had fulfilled in his time. So as, as Seventh-day Adventists, that we are to be John at the end of the world, to usher, in, to usher in Christ, we must also shoot these arrows of conviction upon, um, upon the church and, on, and upon the state. And, and in this, they must, they must inquire, what must I do to be saved? So, um... Okay, and if they, they don't um, make this change, then the Lord will, he's the one that will change. So a change has to take place. Either we make a change or Christ makes this change upon us. Oh, yes, amen. So just like Will stated um, yesterday, that we must go forth as, um, as the angel with the rider's inkhorn, but also those, those um, five, um, five men as well. So at, at the same time, we're either allowing them to, to take part in this change and writing, writing down on their hearts that they have made this change, or if they reject this change, if they spew the, the little book out of their mouths, then they're the ones that must be, must be cut down. Okay, and we have Matthew 6 and verse 10, where it says that, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven so so a a point that we have we have all seen um in these past couple actually a year or so is the topic of of inflation and how how the goods and services of many things have have increased and it is it is now harder to do to do, to to buy the, the 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 things that we once bought the the simple things of milk and cereal and 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 bread and so forth have now gone up in price and now it's harder to buy these um these these goods and even services has gone up because of it go ahead the things that that we all need for this life amen amen the things that that we need for our daily life has now has 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 just gone up and is now more expensive to to get those things amen Amen. Yeah, amen. And that's 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 exactly where we're going. So, so we better buy while it's low. While amen. It's low. Buy while it's cheap. And and bulk up on these things. These are the things that we have to can. To we have to bottle them up in our minds and save them that we can um that that they that we could take them for nourishment in the time of the crisis. So Amen, in the time of need. So Amen. So I looked up what the word inflation means. And in Wikipedia Gaming, it says, in economics, it says inflation is an increase in the general price levels of goods and services in an economy. And this, amen. We, and we are in the Christian economy. We're in the, the Seventh-day Adventist economy. So in this economy, there's going to be an increase in goods. Amen? Okay, there's going to be an increase and the price, price now is going to go up to be called Seventh-day Adventists, to become present truthers. The, the price is now going up because, because they have done it on earth, because prices have increased on earth, they have also increased in heaven. It is now going to be, is, the Lord is now charging more to be called by his name. Okay? So, this, you got something to say, Sonia? Amen. 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 So now, let's see where an increase of, of goods came up. Let's go to Genesis 41 and verse 56 and 57. And then Genesis 42. It says, And the famine was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto, unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all the countries came into Egypt to Joseph. Um, for to buy what? 
to buy corn because, because that the famine was so, was so sore in all the lands. Genesis 42 and verse 2. And he said, behold, I have heard that there is what? Corn in Egypt. So, so, so now we are to those who, those who need that, those who need corn, they have to go to those who have it. Amen. Okay. It says, get you down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die. So now what is this, this corn? And I, and I like the, um, I like how the Lord led this. It says corn. One of the meetings is victuals. So what, what, what is victuals? Amen. And the meaning for victuals is, it says, food for human beings. It says, prepared for eating, that which supports human life. Okay? Oh, I don't see the, the, the minds really working on what victuals are. Okay? All right, let's, let's see the point that, um, that I have right under there in the notes. It says, victuals is what? Victuals is the manna from heaven. It says, and what is on, and, and it also says that's on the table. So what's on the table? Showbread. The showbread. So, so the Lord is going to charge more for those who want to buy the manna, for those who want to feast on the, um, on the bread of heaven. All these things the Lord is, is also going to charge, but there's going to be a people who will have the corn, those who would have the oil, and they're going to have to come and, and buy. For the Lord says to... Amen. But it's now at a higher price. Yeah, but they bought at the right time because you're supposed to buy low, sell high. So those who bought when the time was good, they're going to make more when the time is bad. Amen. So the, those who are the wise version are actually going to be very rich. Amen. When time, and the, the last rich people as well will ever see is 144,000. Amen. They're the richest ones. They hold all the goods. So, so yeah. Amen. Because, because, because now, um, prices are low. Yeah, it, 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 it's low. So now, this is the time to buy, 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 mm -hmm. buy, buy much of it and hold on to it because a famine will soon. There will be a need for soon it. Be here. Amen. 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 The, the need is coming. Amen. The, the the famine is also synonymous with the fire because the Lord says, "Buy of me gold tried in the." fire but now the fire is at its lowest point the temperature is real low now with the with the fire these little things these little trials that we're going through is nothing in comparison to what is about to come will prepare you for for that um for that time to come okay so Okay, so, so now let's see why this, um, this, uh, the prices are, are going to be high. Why, why is the Lord, why is the Lord doing this? What is he, what is he about to do that, that shows that the, that, that the price of corn and, and, and wheat and, and, and so forth is going to, to go up. And it says, Deuteronomy 18 and verse 18 and 19, it says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that, that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will do what? Require it of him. Require it, um, of him. So now the Lord is going to require, require it of those who, who, um, who don't hearken to the, to the truths that, um, that is, is, is presented before them. So all the things that, that the Lord has, has shown us up until this point, from 89 all the way down, those who have not, um, who have not hearkened unto these things, it would now be um, placed, upon them for, placed upon them for rejecting the truth. The, lay, the Lord is going to place heavy burdens upon them equal to the weight of the truths that they have now rejected. Amen. They're now in amen. They're now in debt unto the Lord because the Lord has given them much and they are not repaying. They're trying to rob God by by not fully receiving the things that um that the Lord has given on to them. 
and he's going to, amen, and the Lord is going to go back to, to what he used to do to those in the past, how he used to cut down those who, who, who did not obey his words and, and truly bypass those who are not hearkening, hearkening unto the words that, that um, his messengers are, are speaking. Okay, Ecclesiastes 3.15. It says, that which hath been is what? Now. Is now. It says, and that, which, and that which is to be hath already been. And God requireth that which is past. So all the old things the Lord is requiring. Amen. It's required of them to have all these old things. Amen. So when Adventists hear the, um, the cry that is going out, they look back and say, oh, we don't have, we don't have what it takes to, to, to buy what the Lord is 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 selling. The, the prices have gone up. We're we're destitute of 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 um of funds of needs the the, the basic needs to now be called Adventists. Go ahead. Yeah, when you um when you had the word victual, the first thing that came to mind was that quote from early writings, um because it means for for life. Mm-hmm. But, and, and she yeah. says, those who never put, those who, who neglect, who, what she say? Those who don't possess the, the new, never, those who neglect oh, reject the new, the new never, never really possess the old. Them, it loses its vital, vital importance. Power. And that, that's the quote that I come to mind. The victuals is the food from the past. Amen. That, that, you, that the Lord is going to require when he comes. Amen. He's going to require all the, the past things. Go ahead, Em. Amen. Yes. He's requiring all the past things. He's requiring the the standard that he placed upon Adam and, 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 and Isaac and Jacob and Moses, all those things. How Moses was the meekest, now we have to be the meekest upon the earth once again. Okay. All right. PM 170, paragraph 2. And just reading the bold, it says... The Lord is about to, about to turn and overturn in the institutions that are called by his name. So all, all things that were called by his name, Adventists, Adventists, Jews, well, actually, Christians, all Christians alike, Jews, um, and, and all human beings, because they're all called by his name. Why? Because man was created in whose image? In God's image. So we're all called by his name. So he's going to overturn in all the institutions, which, which is all the, um, the nations, the families, and the individuals that are called by his name. All are going to get overturned when the, um, with, with, this, with this message. And it says, Proverbs 23 and verse 23, it says, buy the what? Buy the truth and sell it not. All, amen. It says, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Oh, that goes to... Canard's uh, favorite, um, his favorite text, where it says, um, it says all scripture, all, amen, all scripture is given, amen, amen, so, so those things we have to buy, that's what we, we have to buy, buy the truth, that it may be that it may be within us, and just like um, Kanar said yesterday, yes, last night, where he says um, we have to buy the truth, buy our husband, buy our wife, buy our our children. These, this is the truth that we we, we must buy. Amen. All right. So now let's go under perverse ways for those who don't want to buy, and and the Lord is going to require it at their at their hands. Can I have a reader for um, ADRE, September 1850, paragraph 4. Page 4, paragraph 8. Yes. Yes. Let us now examine some of the former things of ancient time, which declare the end and compare them with the things now being done. While Israel was in Egypt, Egyptian bondage, they were not permitted to keep the Holy Sabbath. But God set his Set his hand to deliver them, and with a high hand and an outstretched speak up. Speak up. And 
led them by a pillar of cloud by day and by a pillar of fire by night. And when they had reached the wilderness by the Red Sea, which was before them, and the Egyptians behind them, the pillar of fire which was shown before them and had led them on, removed from them, removed from, removed before them, and went behind them and shut down between them and the Egyptians. It was light to Israel, but dark to Egypt to the Egyptians. So that they came not near each other all that night. Okay. Now let's let's pay attention to 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 how this is um so to how he's making these these applications because the same thing is about to occur in um in the church and in the state. It says the above is a, is an example of God setting his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people. So with 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 the with the deliverance of Israel out of Egypt and them crossing into the Red Sea, this is the Lord um, setting his hand again the second time to, to recover the remnant of his people. It says, and by the proclamation of the hour of his judgment, the fall of Babylon and the midnight cry, he brought them out of spiritual Egypt into the wilderness of the people. And when we passed the midnight cry, our pillar of light was, was behind us. It says, it is indeed dark to our enemies, so that they come near, come not near us, but it is light to us. So, so I, I, I like this comparison that when, when Israel was making this change and they were going through the Red Sea, that it was light to Israel, but it was dark to the Egyptians. So as we are making this change, as the midnight cry um, goes forth, and we are proclaiming this message, we will see that it will be light to us, but darkness to those, those Egyptians who reject the truth. It says, it is indeed, it is, it is indeed dark to our enemies, so that they come not near us, but it is light to us. While we remember all the way the Lord our God has led us, the proclamation of 43, the fall of Babylon, and the midnight cry are sure waymarks says, and are our pillar of fire behind us, which sheds a brilliant light upon our what? Upon our pathway. It says, while Israel had crossed the Red Sea and were free from Egyptian bondage, the Lord reminded them of his holy Sabbath and said, how long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? So Israel at that time, they were, um, they were lukewarm. They were they were that middle class that was that was there. And it says, and my laws foresee that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. So also now the first important, the first important truth brought to our minds after we came into the wilderness, into the wilderness of the people. This side of 44 was the Sabbath truth. It was it has been ringing in our ears. It says, how long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws is and keep my, my commandments and my laws. All right, let's jump down to the bottom. The next bowl it says at this time, God's covenant keeping people, the remnant have have what? OK, so at this time in the passing over the Red Sea, what will we have? Power over the nations, because the pioneer said that when they crossed their Red Sea and when the, the midnight cry was behind them and they passed over um, 1844 and then they came to 46 and received the, um, received the Sabbath truth, they received power um, over the nations. So, what, so, if, so, so as that was the end of, of their time, what would happen at the end of our time? The same thing. What would we have? power over the nations. We, we sound like a, a weak people that have no power. So we must, we must say that we will have power over the nations because the Lord said we would have power over the nations and his word does not drop to the floor. Amen. Next quote says, and while Moses was in the holy mount with God, receiving the Ten Commandments engraved on the tables of stone by his finger, an example of their afterwards being written in the hearts of God's people by the Holy Spirit. The people became impatient by the delay of Moses and said to Aaron, up, 
make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up, brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. He says, they made a golden calf, an image of the beast, and offered sacrifice to it. Amen? Amen. That's what literally happened, right? They didn't believe they had power over the nation. Okay, so, so the Lord, since the fifth day, fourth month, he has, be, he has begun to do a work of preparing us to give the midnight cry. Amen? Amen? And when the midnight cry message goes forth, he gives us power to do that work. Amen? Amen. Okay, so if... The Lord is doing that, right? And we believe that the Lord is doing that. That means also Satan is also doing a work as well. Amen? We are now doing a work of, of organizing. Amen? And as we organize, what should we expect the enemy to also do? Organize. organize. All right. All right. So now let's see. Now remember, we have to go to the church and the state. But the church is following after following after the same the, the she's doing the same things as her sister that went before her so so um we was actually we'll just we'll read the quote next quote it says this is a vivid example of the disappointment and the impatience of the avid believers after the midnight cry was given so this is what we are to expect it says they expected they expected that Jesus, the anti-typical Moses, would then descend from heaven. But being disappointed and impatient, many of them did what? Organize. Many of them did what, Emily? Organize. All right. So, yes, you're the only one that's that's listening, apparently. So it says, so it says, it says that but being disappointed and impatient, many of them did what? Organize. Okay. So as we are organizing, what are those who are impatient for Christ's second coming doing? They're organizing. The Lord, in doing things for us, is also showing what Satan is doing. As you draw closer to the light, everything becomes illuminated. Right? All right. And it says, many of them organized at the Albany Conference in 1845 and made to themselves leaders to go before them. Thus doing, they have, they have turned around and are trying to build up what they once tore down. And in exposing the corruptions of the churches and church organization during the cry, Babylon is fallen. It is a beautiful thing for us to be in the truth at this time. But as the prices are going up, as the Lord is going to charge more for the truths that he has, he has um, freely given, there are some who are going to organize and see that they cannot pay that price. So because they can't pay the price, and actually not that they can't pay the price, that they don't want to pay that price. They're trying to bring the prices down. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Amen. That's, that's right. They're trying to pay. Basis, yes. They're trying to climb up another way. It's all the same things. Yes. So by doing so, they're they're going to organize to bring about their own means. And just like I, I said earlier, that they're gonna they're following after the sister that gone before them. Israel, when they were in the wilderness, they went back to their ancient enemy Egypt. Protestants. They went back to their ancient enemy, the, um, the Catholics. Adventists are going to do the very same thing if they go into the same, um, the same route. They're going to go back to the Protestants, which is going, amen, which is going back to the, um, the Catholics, the papacy. Because they don't want to, they don't want to pay the, uh, these inflation rates. The Lord is now... The Lord wants to tighten up his house. He wants to clean up his house before, um, before his son comes in. All right. Now let's go to Jeremiah 7. Under called by his name. In verse 1, it says, The word that came to, came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house. So now this is, this is speaking to us because we are the elders. Amen. 
So as the elders, we have to we have to stand in the gate of the um, amen, like as as in Mordecai, of the city of refuge, stand in the gate of this, this city of refuge. The city of refuge is his message it says and proclaim there this word and say, hear the word of the Lord, all ye seventh day Adventists and enter in at these gates um, to worship the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do what? Amend your ways. It says, and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. So now, like I said, this goes to the church and to the state. So how does the state amend their ways? Uh-huh. Amen. What they did at 89 and what they did at 9-11. Um, but, but how would they literally do that? It's, it's in the word. They make amend. They make amendments. All these gay laws, all these, these, these laws infringing on, on your freedom and, 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 your, and your religion, you ha we have to go to the state and tell them to make amendments uh, uh, against these laws. Amen? Amen. Right, Michelle? Amen. Because we have to do what? We have to stand in the gate. Cry alone. The Amen. One, the main one is the one made in the 80s. You know, when they send a, a, an ambassador yeah. to the Vatican. Oh, yes. They unlawfully entered into a relationship with the harlot. Amen. They need to amend that. It says, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Trust ye not in lying words, saying, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are, are these. The prophet's going to say those same things. Amen. Same thing we're saying, but to the wrong side. That's going to use the same thing. Mm -hmm. The same things that, they, that, that is here in Jeremiah. Yeah. It says, for if ye thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if ye, if ye thoroughly edge, um, yeah, thoroughly execute judgment between me and his between man and his neighbor. If ye press not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your hurt, then will I cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I have gave to your fathers forever and ever. So this land that was given unto seven day Adventists, the Lord would allow them to dwell in this land forever and ever. But because they but but for those who don't want to, the Lord would, would allow the earth to swallow them up. Okay, continue on. Behold, ye trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will ye steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, and walk after other gods whom ye know not? And come and stand before me in this house, which I, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered to do all these abominations. Is this house, which is called by not by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, saith the Lord. So, if the Lord has seen it, what is He going to do that He now that He has seen it? Amen. Yes, but before He He must judge, He was He must. He must also tell, tell his people that they must warn them of this coming judgment. Amen. And, and we also have Ezekiel. So let's go to Ezekiel 8. Because Ezekiel was one that he did tell. He told Ezekiel what was taking place within, um, within, um, within his church and within his nation. And we're going to read 6 and then jump down. It says in verse 6, he said, furthermore, unto me, son of man, seest thou what they do? So the Lord saw, and then now he made Ezekiel see. So the Lord is going to make um, us see at the end of the world all these abominations that are taking place so that we can rightfully call these things out and rightfully call out the names of these men that, have, that are committing these abominations. It says, even the great abominations that the, the house of Israel committed, committeth here, that I should go far or from my sanctuary, but turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. Verse 9, And he said unto me, Go in, and behold the wicked abominations that they do here. It says, So I went and saw, and behold every form of creeping things. Now let's jump down to um, 
back to Jeremiah 7 and verse 12. It says, But go ye now unto my place, which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at first, and see what I did to it for the wickedness of my people. And now, because ye have done all these works, saith the Lord, and I spake unto you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not, and I called you, but ye answered not. Therefore will I do unto this house, which is, which is called by my name, wherein ye trust, and unto the place which I gave to you and to your fathers, as I have done to Shiloh. So what is Shiloh to, to Seventh-day Adventists? What do Seventh-day Adventists have in, in Bible history that shows what the Lord has done to, to those who continue in their abominations? Seventy A.D. The destruction of Jerusalem. Oh, you mean what we have as an example? Yes. Oh, oh uh, yes. I asked that question wrong. Then the example for for Seventh Day Adventists would be 70, 70 A.D. How the Lord passed them and how He performed His judgment upon them. Amen. For the state, it's nine eleven. That's what the Lord is going to um, going to do again. He's going to repeat these histories. He's going to bring back all the old things that he has done. And he's going to overturn in all his institutions that are called by his name. And it says, and I will cast you out of my sight. Oh, yeah. Reason is 70 AD because the Lord only had two denominated people. He only had two. And at the end of his first denominated people, it was um, it was it. It was the Jews. It was it was in 70 A.D. Yeah. That when that's when they were fully done. Yeah. So Adventists, if they follow in the same thing as their sister, they would do the very same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The same thing is going to happen to them because they are the Lord's second denominated people. Yeah. And all of this, this is what we have to see at in the um, when the the midnight cry comes. How the Lord will make this change. Verse 17. It says, Seest thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood and, and the fathers kindle the fire and the women knead their dough to make cakes unto whom? Queen the Queen of Heaven. Who do the Catholics call the Queen of Heaven? Mary. Mary, Queen of Heaven. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Yes, it's the weeping for Tammuz. It's Ashtaroth. It says, and pour and to pour out drink offering unto other gods that they may provoke me to anger. It says all these things they are doing by not proclaiming this message. They are, they, they. Amen. They're no, they're no longer protesting. They're accepting, they're accepting all these abominations. And and earlier, earlier, no, late last week, even my, my dad sent me a video of them going forward and, and saying that, that God's love also accepts the LGBT and, and that, that certain conference leaders are saying that the LGBT are, should be allowed in all the conferences and that they should, um, they should come into the churches and be their pastors and be in their congregations. Amen. Because they're disregarding God's marriage. They're disregarding the institution of marriage. So, so they're, they're the next thing is upon the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. The Lord, the Lord is telling us He has to tell us these things because, like you said, you didn't know about that first, and I'm hearing that myself. But secondly, that that ties to Jeroboam. He he got he got priests after he, after um. Jeroboam he he made priests after something. 
the Bible said when he set up the goat, the calf, mm -hmm. the two calf. Yeah, I don't remember priests. right now. That was not basically a part of the sanctity, which is what they're doing. Mm -hmm. like bringing in this gay, yeah. lesbian people to try to make them. They're choosing priests after their own mind. I don't know if this is the order. order. Yep. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Okay, continuing on, verse 19. It says, Do they provoke me to anger, saith the Lord? Do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces? It says, Therefore, thus saith the, saith the Lord God. He says, Behold, my anger and my fury shall be poured out upon this place, upon man and upon beast and upon the trees of the field and upon the fruit of the ground, and it shall burn and shall not be quenched. It says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, put your burnt offerings unto your sacrifices and eat flesh. For I spake not unto your fathers, nor, nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt, offering, burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. It says, But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ears, but walked in the counsels and the imaginations of their evil hearts, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that their fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. This is what the, 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 the church is, is doing. This is what the, the, these abominations that are bringing the Lord to anger. And the Lord is sending us to, to reprove them of these wrongs. It says, yet... Yet they hearken not unto me, nor incline their ear, but harden their neck. They did force, they did worse than their fathers. Therefore thou shalt speak all these words unto them, but they will not hearken to thee. Thou, thou shalt also call unto them, but they will not answer thee. It says, but thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receive correction. Truth is perished, and and is cut off from their mouth. Cut off thine hair, O Jerusalem, and the hair for women is their crown. Amen. So he's going to remove the crown, remove the diadem. Amen. Says, O Jerusalem, and cast it away, and take up a lamentation on high places, for the Lord hath rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. These last four, amen, these last four verses is unto us. He's saying, when we go, they will not hearken, they will not hear, but the message still must go forth because they, it will be on record that the, the warning has, has gone forth um, to them. So we have to tell the state, amend your ways. We have to tell the, um, the church, go amend your ways. Go back to, um, to the old paths. Go back to your old ways. Same thing with the state. Go back to your old ways. The forefathers would have never done the things that they that um that they're doing now. Hmm. Yes. That's why we sent out the letters. Yeah. Uh, amen. amen. Okay. So coming to a close soon. Jeremiah thirty four. Okay, we'll read verse 16 and then verse 20. Actually, actually I'll read the whole thing because I, I, like, I like this in Jeremiah. It says, Thus saith the Lord God, the God of Israel, I made a covenant with your fathers in the day that I brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of, of bondmen, saying, at the end of... Oh, let me make this point. So... So now Jeremiah is giving them the same warning, giving the same warning to um, to the nation as he did in in uh, in Jeremiah seven. And but but now in, in 34, he's bringing them. He's bringing Adventists back to to Millerite history. He's bringing them back from 89 all the way to 80, um, 44. 
So, and reminding them, reminding them of of um of how he has he has brought his people up out of this bondage once again. And he says, at the end of seven years, let ye let let ye go every man his brother and Hebrew, which hath been sold unto thee. And when he hath served these six years, thou shalt let him go, let him go free from thee. But your fathers hearken not unto me, neither incline their ears. And ye were now turned, and had done right in my sight, in proclaiming liberty every man to his neighbor. And, and ye had made a covenant before me in the house which is called by my name. But ye turned and polluted my name. And cause every man his servant, every man his handmaid, whom ye had set at liberty at their pleasure to return and brought them into subjection. To be unto you for servants and for handmaids. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, ye have not hearkened unto me in proclaiming liberty, but they're, they're proclaiming bondage. It says every one to his brother and every and every man to his neighbor. Behold, I proclaim liberty for you, saith the Lord, to the sword to the pestilence and to the famine and I will make you to be removed into all the the kingdoms of the earth and I will give the men that have transgressed my covenant which have not performed the words of the covenant which they which they had made before me when they cut when they cut the calf in twain and pass between the parts the parts thereof the prince of judah the the conference president and the princes of Jerusalem, the pastors, the eunuchs and the priests and all, amen, laymen and all the people of the land, which passed between, which passed between the parts of the calf. I will even give them into the hand of their enemies and into the hand of them that seek their life and their dead bodies shall be for meat unto the fowl, unto the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the earth. Amen. Some shall escape out of the hand. The Lord is going to the Lord is is going to do something that is going to allow them to walk right into the hands of the papacy. Yeah, right Job 1. It says I I only escape to tell thee. Amen. Amen. When the Lord judges them, someone is going to escape to this movement. Amen. Yes. Amen. I'll come and tell you what's happening. Amen. That's nice. Amen. And oh, and I like I like that too. I, actually, let's, I'm gonna go to Job one, really quickly, because the Lord showed me something nice with Job one. So, it rightfully said, some out of the some out of the um, some Amen. Some shall escape out of the hand for the for the church, but, but in the in the state, it says. Let me make a hedge. Okay, yes. In verse 13 of Job 1 and verse 13. And it says, And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto, unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. For, let's, um, let's, let's have our minds working now. It says, And there came a, a messenger. Now, in for who's the messenger for for this nation? Who who are the messengers that that people see every day in the morning and in, and in the evening? What? Amen. Yes, it is newscasters. Yes. So for the United States, there's gonna be on the news, and there was a newscaster. There was a messenger, and that said the oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. And they was, there was an attack. And then breaking news, there was another attack. And then breaking news, there was another attack. That's what happened to Job. And Job was rich. There will be witnesses. Yeah. Amen. So there will be witnesses. To tell the story. Amen. This is going to be broadcast all over the news. All ye rich men, howl. Because Job was rich. He was wealthy. He was one of those wealthy men. 
Amen. He's, these rich men are going to howl and weep because every time they look onto the stock market, it plummets. Every time they look on the news, a business is, is, is going down. Amen. So this is breaking news that's happening in Job 1. It's happening quick in succession. As they're saying it, another reporter comes. As, another, as that one is speaking, another reporter's come. Amen. Amen. Yes, it's the same thing. Not in earthly goods. Yes, not in earthly goods. Need of nothing. Amen. Yes, all those things will happen to us. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. All right, so okay, Avon is home. Um, sixty-three, paragraph one. It says, "Never should God's people venture upon forbidden ground. Marriage between believers and unbelievers is forbidden by God." So, and uh, and the nation is going about and doing this 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 forbidden marriage. Yes, amen, and the church too. That's why the Lord is going to leave them to um to the one that they yes that leave them to the one that they're going to. Yes, so they're promoting this gay agenda because the church is also performing a gay agenda. The church as a woman is going to another woman, is leaving their man to go to another woman. It says, but too often the unconverted heart um yeah unconverted heart follows its own desires and marriage marriages unsanctioned by God are formed because of this of this many men and women are without hope and without God in the world their their noble aspirations are dead by a chain of circumstances they are held in satan's net amen Amen. Amen. But it should be on with the with the right message. So Satan is doing the same thing that God is doing. Setting up a government. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's organizing to bring about his his end as well. But his woman is is pretending to be a man. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. They're they're being transgender. Yeah, bringing about the same transgender um, foolishness that's in the world. All right, last quote, and in closing, it says, The example of those who minister in holy things. Now, this is us. It says, Such, oh, yes, amen, thank you, should be such as to impress the people with reverence for God and with fear to offend Him. It says, When men standing in Christ's stead to speak to, speak to the people, God's message of mercy and reconciliation use their sacred um, sacred calling as a cloak for selfishness or sensual uh, gratification. They make they make themselves the most effective agents of Satan. So this is a, a warning to us. We must be pure in heart. We must go forth with with um, with this message, not only just preaching it, but living it, assimilating it, being being one with Christ. But it continues because there's always two classes. It says, like Hophni and Phinehas, they cause men to abhor the offering of the Lord. They may pursue their evil course in secret for a time. But when at last their true character is exposed, the faith of the people receive a shock that often results in destroying their confidence in religion. There is left upon the mind a distrust of all who profess to teach the word of God. We saw this all throughout our walk. We saw it with those who left FFA. We saw it with those who left Tree of Life. We saw it when we also, um, we saw it with those who leave Adventism. They have a distrust and, and, a, and a lack of confidence in the Word of God and everyone that preaches the message. 
It says the message of the true servant of Christ is doubtfully received. The question constantly arises. Will not this man prove to be like the one um, we thought so holy and found so corrupt? It says thus the word of God loses its power upon the souls of men. That's why it's so bad. That's why the, the hearts of, of, of so many do not want to receive the truth. Because of the work that the Catholic Church did, because of what the Protestants have done, because of what um, Adventists are doing, this is why people lose their trust in the Lord. Go ahead. Amen. Because it's, it's no different. I've heard it amongst us as well. You know, so the, those who follow, they don't, they're, they're afraid to go forward because of the things that happened in the, in the past. past. And that only happens when you don't hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. If you don't hear his voice, then you will start thinking like that. Well, the next, this next, this next organization is going to do the same thing. It always happens. But if you just follow God's voice, then you understand God's plan. You understand how things work. Such Amen. as a nice story is um, Judges seven. Thing is Judges seven with Gideon. Whenever the Lord's making up his people, he always shrinks it down. Mm -hmm. And then and then he Amen. builds it back up. This is what Christ always does. This is his pattern. He brings it down, establishes a, a, a organized people, and then. Lord, and, and cleanse our hearts from all defilement. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 